Have you ever wanted to play in a campaign similar to the Knocked Prone Dead season where you are in a realm filled with spirits? If yes, then I have the perfect product for you. Explore the realm beyond the veil with the Book of Spirits, an ethereal 5e supplement on Kickstarter now. This supplement is inspired by legendary titles like Dragon Age and Stormlight Archive. The Book of Spirits is a source book that expands your world with a new realm of magic. With over 50 spirit creatures, 7 brand new subclasses, an entirely new class, and tons of encounters and resources for you to run a game in the spirit realm. Follow the link in the episode description where you can find this 200 plus page book with illustrated encounter maps, incredibly detailed miniatures, and an entire original soundtrack to immerse your players in this mystical adventure. Back the Book of Spirits today on Kickstarter. Okay, here's how Miro works. See, it's amazing. What's everyone doing at David's desk? Ever since marketing started using Miro's collaborative online whiteboard, he thinks all our other teams should sign up. Why? He says Miro's making his meetings disappear. And if every team gets on it, that means even less meetings. They're using Miro for brainstorms, mind maps, customer research. So could we use Miro instead of having another hundred meetings for every round of feedback? Yep. You can comment, react to ideas, even leave a recording on the board. And what about presentations? There are Miro templates for that. How do you know so much about Miro? I've actually been using it all along. I just used a Miro board to plan the best vacation. Okay, I'm on board. See how Miro users save up to 80 hours every year by meeting less and doing more. Get on board at Miro.com with three boards free forever. That's M I R O.com. How powerful is the Cox Network? So powerful that one day, the internet will let your doctor perform miracles from thousands of miles away. Connecting to remote operating room, giving a whole new meaning to the term house call. Operation complete. The Cox Network. With gig speeds everywhere, it's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, bringing us closer. In Cox serviceable areas, speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms apply. Other restrictions may apply. Knocked Prone is a clean, chaotic, and deep podcast for D&D nerds. Find more ways to support our podcast in the episode description. Last time on Knocked Prone. The announcer gestures for both of you to walk to the middle of the ring. Um, Celine... Where is your sister? She said she was really excited for the fight. So if she's left, I don't trust that maybe she didn't have the same intentions as I thought coming here. Arya returns. You see an emptied genie lamp sticking out of her pocket. Benak will continue. I just wanted to thank Arya for her help in the capture of the Titan. And I will ask Arya to release her true powers as a prophet of Amalek by her help in summoning. Lathander. Lathander is being lured into some sort of trap that Arya seems to have set. The Titan hits Lathander in the temple with this huge warhammer and one shots Lathander. Lathander falls to the ground. Whether you're a giant somewhere in between, Let's put your characters to the test!
we are going to join you guys in the middle of the punch bowl arena a gargantuan body of lathander's dead godlike being is on top of you there is a crowd full of just under a hundred thousand people who are all infected with choke mist i believe the only person in the arena who hasn't been infected with choke mist is grom who had advantage since he was a dwarf as well as aphemia who had kind of a experience with poison with being part of orcus's group and so we are in the middle of combat the titan has just finished their turn we're going to go back to the top of the order grom you are up So I ran to the edge of the arena and threw my hammers last, I believe. So I'm going to run forward and pick them up, all while yelling towards Edmund. How could you? You poisoned your own fans! You dishonorable man! And I'll uh, pick up both my hammers. I'm just going to try to attack him straight up. Hey, dude, do you care about your fans? (laughs) That's not Natural one. So I miss on the first one, but I still have a second attack. 24 to hit. 24 definitely hits. 11 points of bludgeoning damage. Non-lethal. You hit Edmund in the face. He's looking worse for wear. And he looks at you and he says, Is that all you got? Dude, I was told you were better than this. I'm going to use my bonus action to... I want to have pulled out my shield and have that instead of my hammer. And I'm just going to try to just whack him over the head with the shield while going for a punch at the same time. 18 to hit. An 18 will hit. An additional 8 points of bludgeoning damage. Yeah. Edmund is looking within 10 hit points. He has 8 remaining hit points as Grom finishes his blow. Arya is up after Grom and she looks at Celine and she says, Sister, I'm so sorry. I, I thought I could do it. I thought I could be the new god of the 10. Am I not worthy? And she's not going to do anything for her turn. Celine. You are up after your sister. As Arya's words ring in your head, ghostly remains of a certain god that you are familiar with looks at you and says, Selene, walk with me. And you see Lathander standing over you. This is a phantom vision. So I'm like not even present in the moment right now. It's like we've been almost like transported somewhere else. You've been transported to an extraterrestrial plane that is not within your current plane. I mean, like, my adrenaline is at, like, an all-time high. So even though I've been transported somewhere else, I still feel like I'm, like, huffing and puffing and, like, not able to be as chill as he seems. So I hear you haven't been responding to our people. And now, in your time of need, you come talk to me. Yes. What questions do you have for me? I can answer them. Well, I think first, I just want to know why you weren't there for anybody. Everybody's thought that you didn't exist, that you weren't there. I thought you weren't there. And you, of all people, should know how sure I was that you were there. Where have you been? How have you been helping us? We devote our lives to you, and you haven't made a difference. And Celine, you were one of my last worshippers. Had I been more present, maybe things could have been different. As he looks over his very astral self that is just ghostly at this point. Whether I existed or didn't does not matter now. Because you're right, Celine. I wasn't there when you needed me. And I'm not going to be there now. So you regret it. Now that you're on your deathbed and there's nothing you can do about it, suddenly you feel bad for the people that could have saved you. 
My mere existence is a hard pill to swallow, Celine. Through all the other pitfalls that I let you and the Azmar people struggle through, I wasn't a dead father. I was an absent one. I wasn't there for you, and because of which your people have fallen, and it's my fault. It doesn't matter why I was away. There is no holier reason to be around than to protect your people, and I wasn't there to protect my own, and now, now there's nothing left I can protect. So you admit you were in the wrong. Yes, I was wrong. What do you want from me? Why are you talking to me? Lathander hands you a shovel and says, Help me put my mind to rest. Bury me once and for all. And ease yourself of this burden that I have caused you. Your last wish is for me to bury you. If not you, then who? As one of your very last worshippers, dare I say, one of your most devout... I guess I understand why you reached out. But you were not the god that I thought I was worshipping. I thought you were good. I thought our values aligned and I realized that they don't. If I would have known, I wouldn't have worshipped you in the first place. I wouldn't have wasted all those years of my life worshipping you. Knowing that your values included totally being ignorant of the needs of the turtle people for not communicating and and being there for our people when we were so devout. And I told you from death comes life, but why couldn't life come from life? Why couldn't I have been there to help you grow as a people instead of help you grow on your deathbeds when it was too late? And now here I am on my own deathbed realizing I was wrong, Celine. I was wrong. Well, I think it's a little too little too late, Lathander. And as you always taught us, from death comes life. And can I choose to leave? Can I exit my phantom vision? You can. And as you are exiting your phantom vision, you watch Lathander fall backwards into the already dug grave that Thorn has made for him. And Thorn smiles at you and shoves a huge pile of dirt over Lathander and gives you a thumbs up as you wake back up from your phantom vision. And with that, it is Banak's <laughs> turn in the initiative order. <laughs> well, that's not how the initiative that's usually goes. That's not what I thought was going to happen. Zag, roll me a wisdom saving throw. 11. That is not going to do it. Ah, cool. Zag, you are going to take 17 points oh. of necrotic damage. Zag's down. Zag is down. Didn't even get a turn. And with that, Edmund is up. And he raises his gloves towards Grom. And he says, I guess I forfeit or whatever. And he walks away. Are you going to take an attack of opportunity, Grom? I will to grapple him. Okay. No no damage, just... He rolls a straight 10. Natural 16 plus 10, so 26. (laughs) I I was going to say, I don't think there's any way he's getting away from you. And he's like, let me go. Dude, this is done. That is the end of... Edmund's turn. Zag, roll me a death saving throw. Man, you don't give me a chance to do anything <laughs> cool. Eight. Eight? Yes, sir. There's one fail. There is one failure. And with that, Grom, you are up. You see Zag is on the floor dying. A stadium of 
just under 100,000 people are infected with Choke Mist. You are currently grappling, Edmund. What are you doing? I would like to yell out, Zog! And start dragging Edmund. If an enemy is grappled by me at the start of my turn, they take a d4 of damage. Okay, wonderful. He takes two points of bludgeoning damage. I would like to move 15 feet while grappling him. I'll release him, but he's still next to me, so if he tries to run again without right. disengaging, then I'll just grapple him again. I'll just kneel down and just kind of grab Zag's shoulders and shake him and just say, Wake up! And as I do, my Hammer of Moradin that is sheathed will just start glowing and radiate through my hands. And I'm going to cast Cure Wounds on, Gr- on oh. Zag. Oh! Ooh. How does he do that? Oh. How does he do yeah. that? How are you doing uh, this? I'll multicast oh into cleric, a war cleric, as of level 7. So, um, I am Because Kate always kills me. So we I needed was, some more healing. We need more healing. <laughs> oh, man. You heal two points. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh yeah. yeah. You are conscious. I'm up. Zag, I guess we'll just... <gasps> Come. You need to get me to Lathander. You need to do something quick and I'll just... Can I help him up with, like, the rest of my turn? 100%. That'll be my turn. Okay. Aria is up, and Aria looks over at you, Selene, and with tears in her eyes, is looking at you for answers. Do you want to say anything with your free action to Aria? So I feel a little bit distracted by everything that's going on and and being, like, whipped in and out of, like, a vision and everything. So I will just look at Aria. Keep yourself safe. I can help you, but not right now. You need to take care of yourself. You got yourself into this. Okay. I'm sorry, uh, everyone. I I thought I'd be your god, and it turns out I just killed one. And with that, Celine, you are up. I'm standing near Banak, so I'm going to swing at him with my Allpike. Awesome. And you get advantage because Grom is flanking Banak with you, as well as you'll get sneak attack for being within five feet. That's an unnatural 20. Uh, that'll definitely hit. So that's six points with my Allpike pre-sneak attack. 18 points of sneak attack damage. You hit Banak for 25 hit points this round. I mean, he's a wizard, so he's not tanky as Edmund is. You have bloodied Banak with your attack, Selene. So I would like to use my offhanded attack. Okay. That's a nine. A nine will unfortunately not hit. That's okay. Athemia, you are up. You are watching this chaos go forth from the stands. You have been kind of in shock as of this point. You see... Edmund has been beat to shreds, and he is currently on the ground, just let go from Grom's grapple. Athemia, once she finally, like, kind of composes herself, she just goes into the ring and directly towards Edmund, not really looking at anyone else. And he's on the ground, right? I would like her to first throw a punch directly at his head. Okay. For the sake of it. Yeah, okay. Woot. Roll me a hit. girl. I rolled an 11 plus 4, so 15. A 15 will hit. You will deal two points of damage to Edmund. He is currently within four hit points of life. I have a bonus action. I do have my father's sword hooked onto my sack on my back. I've never used it before. It's more so just kind of there. I would like to just hold it over him and strike downward. And goes, you were never 
worth my time. Roll me an attack with advantage. I just rolled an 18. An 18 will 100% hit. I got a six. A six. Aphemia, you are standing above your ex-boyfriend who has wronged you time and time again, who has gone back to drugs after you made a deal with the devil to cure him of his drug addiction. How would you like to do this? Go off, Go sister. Yes. She literally sold her soul for this man who turned out to only leave her homeless and alone without any support system to the point where she didn't trust anyone. She still barely trusts the people she's with. She's working on it. So as she just pulls down the sword and she's holding it above her head, she slams it downward straight into his chest and wants to leave a hole with her father's sword. As you do this with your sword, you feel a sense of radiant damage almost pulse through your fingertips as you are just obliterating Edmund. He explodes like he's gone. There's no trace of Edmund left on this earth after you've struck him. Oh. <laughs> yes. Evil laugh from Marissa. <laughs> the biggest thing with Ephemia, again, she's never, she's never been one to like kill for the sake of killing. This is probably one of the few people she would have just straight up done it to anyways. So I think she's kind of stunned that he's just gone at first, but then she just drops her sword by her side and uh, she's just going to cock a little smile on her face. From there, she's going to just realize the impact of what his presence in the world has done to her. How she almost feels like a hair lighter now. Ephemia, with that, it is Banak's turn, who is also standing right next to Edmund. He's going to roll his attack against you. Uh, of course, yes. Uh, <sighs> you nat 20. I nat 20. I'm just so going to let sorry. you know right now, I am out of spa, spa, spell so slots for sorry. a silvery barbs. Ephemia, you take 24 points of necrotic damage. Oh, that's fine. As Banak says, Aphemia, you killed Orcus's champion. She's going to turn around uh, turn around after she realizes what he's done to her and go, I not only killed Orcus's champion, but Orcus is dead too. He gasps because he did not know this. <gasps> and yes. uh, with that, that is Edmund's turn, who is 100% dead. Zag, you are up. Uh, there is just a whirlwind of emotions with Zag right now. I mean... You've a just woken up from I've being just woken up from being knocked unconscious. Grom somehow got me up. My brother talked to me, and, you know, Zag knows that Thorn is behind, or at least somehow involved with this, killing Lathander. But it is not right. You know, he, he is not okay with it. He's He feels betrayed. His only purpose right now is to see what he can do to try and do what he can for Lathander. So how far away is Lathander's body from Zag's location? Lathander is a gigantic humanoid. He is above the entirety. The only thing that is keeping Lathander from crushing the entire audience is this titan who is hoisting this humanoid in the air. And so he is about five feet above you within reach. If you were to jump, you could get to Lathander. Okay. Zag is going to jump hands on Lathander and um, he is going to rather than try and think about the power that Thorn is giving him considering that he feels betrayed by Thorn right now he's going to try and tap into that kind of ancestral power that he has and cast Revivify consuming just about every Badland credit that he currently has in the process 300 gold pieces so it'll be 3000 Badland credits which will be consumed in the process all right. So as you go forth to cast the spell and you hold a sack of Badland credits and you tap upon Kaelin and all the other ancestors that you've ever had in your line and the gold stays in your hand. 
and the voice of Thorn echoes in your head and says, Brother, I don't want him alive. I want the rest dead. Your spell doesn't even cast. Doesn't even cast? Thorn does not allow you to cast a third level revivify on a god that he wants to have dead. Man, I should have known that was going to happen. <laughs> Looking around at the scene around him, it seems like the party has the fight fairly under control. Right. Right. Um, he's going to fall to his knees, realizing the mistake he has he has made. And he is going to, even though having just talked to Thorn, he's going to cast Divination and just ask him. A great aura will emanate off of him, and he's just going to ask him, why are you doing this? This gray aura forms around you. Thorn says... Brother, I was not as lucky as you to have an uncle who would teach me the ways of the arcane. I struggled my entire life to gain arcane through those who refused to teach it to me. And now, those who refuse to teach it to me are going to give it back. And I will take it from their lifeless bodies one by one, starting with the thunder. He's just going to fall down to the ground. Okay. How powerful is the Cox Network? So powerful that one day, the internet will let your doctor perform miracles from thousands of miles away. Connecting to remote operating room. Giving a whole new meaning to the term house call. Operation complete. The Cox Network. With gig speeds everywhere. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox bringing us closer. In Cox serviceable areas, speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms apply. Other restrictions may apply. And with that, Grom, you are up. Zach, what's going on? You have to do something. And I'll turn seeing Banak attacking Ephemia, and I'm going to take some swings at him. 22 to hit for uh, the first strike. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Natural, two natural 20s for the second, except one is like, how would you like to do it, this? Uh, <laughs> I, uh, two natural 20s is enough for me to kill any character in this campaign. <laughs> I don't want to kill him, but he is very angry. And you'll see as he runs forward and just tackles him to the ground and takes his hammer. And just you see as he just smashes it down and breaks both of Banak's hands and like part of the forearm to shatter it so he can't cast spells anymore. And Banak is completely powerless. The, the power of God is flowing throughout your hammers as you are doing this and radiant damage is flowing through your body which you do not understand and i'll look down to to the hammer and then yell back zach can can you do anything what's going on with you i made a huge mistake brother i'm sorry i'll do what i can aria looks over at you Celine, still sniveling Celine, are you gonna help me or what, what do I do? Do I leave? Arya, a couple of minutes ago, you thought you were going to be a god. You can take care of yourself for a couple of minutes. I'm going to turn away, keep going about my business. You turn away, and as you turn back around to look to see if Arya is there, Arya is vanished. Great. And Celine, awesome. it is your turn. Okay, very unhappy about that. Definitely feel a little bit of regret, but that's okay. In my concern about... Arya's whereabouts. I would like to use Radiant Soul so that my wings sprout from my back. Okay. And I will fly above the arena tent um, to see if I can spot Arya from up high. Roll me an investigation check. DC 15. Seven. 
With a seven, there is a hundred thousand people in this tent. Aria is gone. Your angelic capabilities you were hoping would be able to tie you closer together to your sister, but being in your angelic state, you could not feel farther away from Aria. You feel hollow. Without the presence of Lathander, you call upon these radiant wings, but feathered wings sprout from your back that are permanent, and Selene, you can go ahead and add a flying speed of 30 feet to your character sheet. As your character has grown past Lathander and has become self-sufficient. Ephemia, you are up. You are standing over your lifeless boyfriend, ex-boyfriend, should I say. Yeah. Banak is laying on the ground completely knocked unconscious with both hands mutilated. You are feeling empowered. Celine has flown away to try and find her sister. There is a stadium of just under 100,000 people infected with choke mist poisoning and a titan holding Lathander's lifeless body up. What are you doing with your turn, Ephemia? I'm going to just use my cantrip of true strike at the titan. Okay. Can Zag intervene? intervene at all because uh-huh. i want to see we don't want to i don't want to i wanted to see what is up with the titan right now because i don't really i mean like i see him like looking over lathander but i'm like i don't know what his plan is aria also acted like she was sad and i don't trust anyone so i'm gonna just you uh cast two true strike okay at yeah. the titan and see what his deal is okay sounds great zag you are up you see Ephemia has cast true strike against this titan banak and edmund are dead and you are still in this stadium full of people who are addicted to choke mist including yourself okay zag is going to move over to the titan is so it's, it speaks right yeah. uh-huh. so what do i see you see a large creature holding up a gargantuan creature the titan is semi-herculean in its appearance it kind of has this demigod look as you can tell that lathander was this titan's father and this large creature is sobbing weeping over the death of its father i think zag would have caught on with the whole situation that he wasn't in his right mind he regret you know this isn't something he wanted is he still addicted to the like is he still in under any influence of the choke mist or whatever was used on him you are unaware, but given his demigod status, you can assume that probably not. Zag is going to walk up to him, you know, kind of do that quick insight and say, What's your name? My name is Tauros. What happened? I killed my dad. Why? I don't know. My vision went red, and I just wanted to protect people. And I went for the strongest power source in the room that I thought was causing the pain, but I killed my dad. Do you wish us any harm? I don't know who you are. No. I want to go home. Um, Zag's going to turn to the party and say, Stop! Everybody stop! We don't need to fight. We don't need to fight the Titan. He didn't know what was happening. He was poisoned. Isn't that what Arya said? It is. Just come talk to him. Look at him. At the end of your turn, Zag, we're going to the top of the order, and before Grom's turn, you hear over the loudspeakers, Ladies and gentlemen, we have your new champion of Greyhaven, Grom Ironfist. Are you serious right now with Hi, this? Hi, this is the new head of Ascended Corp, Professor Pistachio. And oh. I'm coming in <laughs> and I want to say, wow, Grom, what a fight. 
I'm ready to promote you as the champion of Greyhaven to my personal guard. However, it comes with a few stipulations. What do you say? Kind of look around and you'll see it. a lot of emotions are hitting him at once as he is thrilled he won the fight and uh, stuff. But obviously a god was just killed and everyone is hurt and poisoned and he is extremely just upset and heated and he... I don't think that now is the time. As you say this, 96,000 Badland credits lower on a cart in front of you. <laughs> uh, and as it does, he kind of, oh, I forgot about those. And <laughs> he'll, he'll probably be taken and wonder by it for a while and start heading towards the cart. Zach, this means I can get my mum. Do you really want to work for them, Grom? After all they've done to you. Well, I don't... I don't know. It it was Avonni doing that to me, right? Do you remember back... Back right after we first met down in the sewers, we saw Professor Pistachioak reviving the Cult of the Skull that we had just taken out. He's in on it as much as anybody else is. It's not just Avonni that was the problem. Somebody... I don't know who or the company. They're all against us. He'll kind of just nod and I'll kind of go closer to you. And this is a little bit of a whisper and say, what if we take the money and run? But I don't want to leave these people. They're sick. Can you help them? So I have antitoxin as well as some of the herbal components to craft a little bit more. Does Zagna, would that cure a choke mist addiction? It would cure a single choke mist addiction. Yes. Okay. And you have 96,000 attendees in the stadiums. I don't know if I can help everybody, but I'm sure going to try. With that, I will see my hammer, think to myself, and just, I'm going to try something. Okay. And I'm just going to take the hammer out, and I'm just going to kind of be whispering into it. I'll say, I've never really done this before, but... I know that um, Zag talks to his brother, uh, Morden. If you're in there, could you help these people? They're very sick, and it was done dishonorably. You can make it right. Your hammer glows as you call upon Moradin with your new cleric powers as you have multiclassed into cleric. As this radiant glow comes from your hammer on the right side of you you have this radiant hammer and on the left side of you you have this gigantic stack of money that ascended corp is offering which side are you reaching for i have the hammer and i'm just going to lean into it and i want to cast thaumaturgy on myself and yell out to the stadium and just say ascended corp and the church of amalek are corrupted establishments that seek to harm the everyday individual. Go from here and spread word. Tell everyone not to trust them and that we are better off on our own. And I will just walk away. And a gigantic light will emanate from your hammer that will pull the choke mist out of the 96,000 attendees in this stadium. Everyone who was infected with choke mist including those at the table, now have dwarven resilience 
an advantage against poison that is blessed upon them. And including my allies? Including your allies, Dude. Zag Ooh. and now you keep Celine. poisoning us this whole campaign. Right? And now you have a <laughs> now you have an advantage against it. Um and so this choke mist is pulled out through the power of Moradin, and you hear Moradin's low grumble in your ear. Good job, kid. Good to have you on our team. But as you are walking away from this giant stack of money, you hear Professor Pistachio say what a shame. Well, I'm sad that I couldn't get you, but at least I have your friend. Bring out Sparkel. He brings out Sparkel. And he's going to cast heat metal on Sparkel's body and is beginning to start no. melting her down. And that is where we're going to end our session for no. the night. My name is Cade, the host and dungeon master Fuck of this yeah. Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition adventure, and I'm joined here by the players to my left. Alec playing Zag. Mason playing Grom. Marissa playing Ephemia. Brooklyn playing Selene. The quicker you guys go through your outros tells me how upset I mean, you are at We've me. also had a few where we just like... Sound defeated. This wasn't the most defeated. This is the last recording we will do before the new year. So uh, happy 2023, everyone. We'll probably be well into 2023 by the time that we release this. But if you love this content and you love how much I've been just torturing the party, go on over to patreon.com forward slash knocked and check out our awesome content. We have tons of shows right now that we have just been coming out with, with Talked Prone, Himbo's Guy. Dear Dungeon Daddy, we have Tales of the Archivist coming soon, as well as a Knocked Prone YouTube channel that you can find by searching Knocked Prone on YouTube. So go on over to patreon.com forward slash knocked and subscribe to whatever tier you see fits your needs most. And we would absolutely love that. Thank you so much to AJ Arison, as we like to call him over on this table, who just upgraded his account from a $10 account to a $50 account. So thank you, AJ. Let's play D&D sometime. With that, we hope that you remember when life knocks you flat on your back. All you got to do is keep rolling, and we hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. How powerful is the Cox Network? So powerful that one day, the internet will let your doctor perform miracles from thousands of miles away. Connecting to remote operating room. Giving a whole new meaning to the term house call. Operation complete. The Cox Network. With gig speeds everywhere, it's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, bringing us closer. In Cox serviceable areas, speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms apply. Other restrictions may apply.